0: We've been with so long. The season's finally here. So get up and cheer. Cause Dew's Drunk is here. No need to fear. The wait now gone. So farewell so long. Cause Dew's Drunk is all. All right. Hello, everyone. Um, welcome back to season two, episode five of Timberwolves Talk. And today, Peyton and I have an absolutely huge episode for you guys. Um, just yesterday, the news came out of Gerson Rosas being fired, let go by the team. Dismissed. Um, dismissed for Dismissed, as Tim Rule's PR said. But there is a a lot of bits and pieces to the story that um, I think a lot of people don't even know yet. Um, I just held a live video, actually, for some of you guys. And some of the comments were still kind of mad about Gerson being let go. So this video is to clarify what happened. Um, why Gerson got let go and the whole situation leading up to it. So, um, I don't know if you have anything to say about that, Peyton.
1: Well, you covered it very well. Um, I just want to let you guys know that Chris the Fax Jansen will be, uh, will be here today with a lot of great um, facts. And not, ev- I mean, mo- everything we're going to tell you guys is what we know right now as of um, 9 27 Central Standard Time, uh, September 23rd. So there could be stuff that comes out right after we film this that we don't know, but we're just trying to give you what we know right now.
0: And just to clarify too, um, Peyton and I generally like to wait at least a day on topics such as this, like Ryan Saunders getting fired, um, Gerson getting let go, like different team changes, different personnel changes. Like during the Pat Bev and um, Torian Prince trade, we waited, I think a day as well, a day or two, just to make sure no other trades happened. Um, and the reason being is because you've seen a lot of these Timberwolf pages freak out right when yep. sign gets dismissed, and in turn, them freaking out, you know, they they aren't freaking out for the right reason, and they're wrong on a lot of this stuff. And they and Peyton, look like an idiot. And Peyton and I did not say anything yep. until today. We said we we're going to do a podcast today, so. Let's start from the beginning. Um, early yesterday morning, I had just gotten out of class. I think Peyton was in class, actually. Um, but I got a text from a friend that said, what are the Timberwolves doing? So I look up Timberwolves on Google, and I see Gerson Rosas is dismissed as president of basketball operations. So immediately I text Peyton, um, what are we doing? Like, this is really weird. Um, yep. Training training camps in a week? Less this than makes, a week. Yeah, less than a week. This makes no sense. Um, What's happening? Is this like originally Peyton and I might have thought this was like Gerson not pulling the trigger for Ben Simmons, or Mm. maybe he's given Daryl Morey too good of a deal. We don't know. Like, there's no clue. It's just assumptions.
1: Yeah, I I knew something was up. I knew that there there had to have been something because it literally made zero sense. And like, without the context of what, at why they actually let him go, like before we knew that, it just didn't make sense any like there's no reason whatsoever to let him go five days before training camp if you're gonna like it's either you let him go at the beginning of the offseason or you at least like if you're gonna have him go the whole offseason at least let him like have the season to try to prove what he was doing was right or whatever you know
0: yeah and um i think peyton was the first one to text us this too but like Uh, Peyton me and some of our friends kind of came to the conclusion that like he had there had to have been something like happening. like there's he either said something or did something something wrong like there's just no way that they wouldn't have have already fired arrested
1: something like something crazy like that that's that's
0: so at this point um it's early in the morning Peyton and I um, we're going to do a podcast at night cause we were already planning on doing one today. This today's mm-hmm. Thursday night. You guys are probably seeing this tomorrow on Friday. Yes. So we were just going to let it go. Let some more facts come out. Um, and yeah, so throughout the day, everyone's just bashing Glenn Taylor, Alex Rodriguez, Mark Lore everyone's going crazy like why'd you do this tim rose um,
1: always mess up like
0: tim rose always mess up and then uh, like i think it's like 15 minutes after they announced he was fired cat goes on to twitter and says wtf dot 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 and that ignited a giant giant um sometimes I, he's,
1: he's such a drama queen man he's just trying to get like
0: he really is so like, like, unnecessary what do, you, what, do you have to, what do you have to think about that because i was like uh, well, like it's not because he was he wanted out like he just tweeted that i think I well
1: know. no it depends what it what it means like was he saying that because they dismissed him was he saying that because of the affair which we'll get into later why was he saying that you know he might even have been saying that about he's on vacation maybe something happened on vacation maybe that's why he just when you put something out there with absolutely no context that's what gets the most attention and I mean that's why he did it because it got everyone buzzing and everyone was like oh cat cat wants out with all this stuff but he could have been just
0: and i'm gonna say it once and i'm gonna say it again there is another source on twitter and instagram that tries that tried to put out today that cat requested a trade privately i'm not even gonna say their name we're not gonna give them the the publicity but it is not true i promise you guys if that was true everyone would already have been on it he doesn't he didn't request a trade so don't freak out about that um but later in the night peyton and i were both we, we both FaceTime last night. We're like, hey, man, like we, we I think we both kind of were wanting to do it that night. But we we just held off on it. You know, mm-hmm. Peyton had work and stuff and you know, I had some homework and um we hang up. And actually, um, some breaking news came up, came out last night. Right. Um, John Krasinski and. Um, who else from The Athletic released that article? I don't know the
1: other guy's name, but it, there was another guy. I,
0: it was, I think it was someone from The Ringer, actually. But John Krasinski and um, another guy released an article. And in this article detailed pretty much the why to why mm. Gerson got fired. And um, just to give a little context, before he re- even you know released this article, he knew about all this stuff, I think it was four to five months ago. Once or he, was it weeks? It was months like this was happening a long time. So John Krasinski knew all about this like four months ago. He just couldn't write the article about it, and he actually went on KFan after he released this article and talked more in depthly. Um, why I really want to give that a listen. It. Yeah, I listen to it yet. I love even KFan. If, even if you guys don't have an Athletic subscription or you don't listen to the fan, it, the fan definitely posted on their website. And if you guys want to go um, look at that Athletic article, I'm not like promoting this at all. But if you guys go to the Timberwolves Reddit, um you guys can see bits and pieces of it and why. But we'll try our best to explain it right now. Mm -hmm. Um so the start of the issues, correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong throughout any of this. You got
1: the facts. This is this is a segment of our show. Chris just gives the facts. He's Chris the facts Jansen. So
0: yeah. So um talk. Most people heard about this already, I'm assuming from bleacher Report, but the first thing that came out was Gersan creating a toxic workplace relationship and there's multiple you know scenarios that have gone into this multiple examples of how this has happened so the first one i'll touch on is the one that you know john made very apparent in the athletic um article and that was gerson you know it's the outside looks like this super good trade partner to like peyton and i and to you guys i'm sure like it looks like we're getting a lot of steals but executives around the league actually hated gerson They did not like him. He, he was not a good trade partner. Um, apparently he was not friendly. He was really, it, it detailed some of the executives wouldn't even call Gerson regarding trades. So first of all, that's not good. You know, that's probably the
1: last thing you wanted your GM.
0: Yeah. If you don't have a line to all 30 NBA teams, that's, that's not good. Um, then the next thing, the article detailed was interpersonal, um, workplace relationships and with sachin gupta our new president of basketball operations he's our intern at the moment um apparently there were a couple scenarios of gerson yelling and like verbally abusing sachin not in funny. the hallways of the workplace and i don't like peyton and i are laughing right now and you guys are not be funny too, but like think about doing that in a regular business, chewing out, like imagine the CEO chewing out the CFO just in the hallways in front of a bunch of random people of a, of like Goldman Sachs or of target corporate, like imagine that. That's messed up. And like
1: the only reason I was laughing, like, I guess I got to defend. is just like, he seems like such like a, a little, like such a nice guy from the outside. I just can't even picture him just like yelling at someone in the hallway. Like, no, that's terrible, man. It's,
0: I mean, everyone deserves respect, too, is is the issue. Like, Especially if you're the head honcho, you know, a a good leader will never do that. And if they have to chew you out, it's always in private and it's always constructive. And, you know, there's a certain way you're supposed to go about business as the boss. And I don't think that was the way. And I think that's a big issue. But I also think the other big issue with Sachin was the Houston Rockets actually offered him, Sachin, an executive position in their organization that paid more than the Tim rolls position as, and was a higher rank.
1: Was it high? I I thought it was a lateral So I think it it was. Okay. It it was a
0: lateral move, but it was more, more um, money, more money and more um, initiatives to take on. It was more things to do. Mm -hmm. And Gerson actually rejected this. And if you guys follow basketball, you know, front offices at all, this is a no brainer for all, you know, good president of basketball operations. If, Their VP gets a job offer, whether it's another POBO or another executive vice president position. You let them take that position. You want them to further advance their career. Most of them have great relationships with those guys. And for Gerson to reject that is is alarming, to say the least. And you can make the argument it was a little near draft time, but a counter argument is the Rockets didn't have any picks close to us. We were the first overall pick in the draft. Um, and we probably, most executives knew we were picking at the words anyway.
1: Was this, so this was last year that that happened?
0: It was last year. Yes. And I think that's not good of Gerson. I think that's, in my opinion, pretty shitty. Um, not letting a guy advance his career in the NBA. I don't know what you think about that.
1: Yeah. And especially from what you're, if, if he already like is having trouble talking to other executives on the phone, like they wouldn't even talk to him because they don't like, like trading with him when you want to build your network by letting someone go to the rockets, because, oh, if he's, if he's on the rockets, if he's with the rockets now, then maybe it'll be easier to get a, a deal done with the rockets because at least he's willing to like talk to, talk to, you, you know, cause you let him get, take that job. So.
0: Exactly. Um, so that was the kind of the big second pillar, I believe of the toxic work relationship. And the other one, probably the third one, the most important that affected the most people is during um, during draft time, Gerson would ask some of those Timberwolves executives, the scouting department, analytics, all those guys, to do more work than a usual analytic or executive vice president or any of those front office positions would normally do. And in return, he gave them no input whatsoever on who we were going to pick, even though they were doing the research, they were doing the statistics, they were practically making the decision for Gerson. He didn't give them any leeway in the final say and especially the big one was Sachin who if you guys don't know Sachin is he was supposed to be the king's next president of basketball operations but the kings made a super surprise move and um hired another president of basketball operations everyone predicted it was going to be Sachin he's like if there's free agents right now he's like the number one free agent for president of basketball operations job he's super awesome i hope we keep him i hope he's yeah. not just our intern um well is not
1: a crazy story that he goes from getting yelled at by gerson to taking his job
0: yeah and there's there there's some more we're going to talk about later too that's e- that's even crazier but like it is crazy and you know what good for sachin um oh, yeah. you know persevere through that you know a fun I fact
1: s- about sachin go ahead he um he's the guy who created the uh trade generator website
0: and that's awesome that's so yeah. cool and the other thing is, too, do you see he is actually an MIT master's graduate in computer science and he worked his way to this position, which I think is really cool. Yeah. So I'm really excited to have him. But um, nonetheless, I think the big issue was also Sachin had no say in who we were uh, drafting and he is the main analytic guy. If you guys didn't know, right. he's he's a comp sci major. He's he does a lot of statistics. He's a math guy. So it's kind of like
1: no- a it was a dictatorship
0: yes yes it was definitely a toxic dictator yes yeah. i 100 agree so that was those are the main issues of the toxic relationship and then we get into the juice that i'm sure all you guys came for um the apparent affair um before i even go into this um should we release the name we we yeah
1: I mean, why yeah. not? Everyone, we're at, I mean, it's all over the place and it's not a hundred percent confirmed. It's just what, what the facts that we know are that there was a, a, a Timberwolves employee that was also removed from the website.
0: Yeah. So if you guys looked at Twitter or whatever, um, Bree Bauer, I think she was VP of communications. Yep. Um, she was also removed from the Timberwolves website at the same time as, as, um, Gerson. So that kind of
1: I mean, it, it's not 100% sure, but
0: yeah. Um... This goes to say that probably that was, you know, the female that he was having an affair with. And um, I think the main point I wanted to make throughout this is I saw a lot of people saying that, like, oh, we fired Gerson for having an affair. We, we just fired Gerson for having an affair when A-Rod has had multiple affairs. Right. Listen to this. I'm the CEO of Amazon. I'm Jeff Bezos.
1: Wow, that's, that's yeah, well done. Done. I'm, that's a big quote, right?
0: There. Yeah, I'm I'm Jeff, Bezos. I'm Jeff um, Bezos. I have a wife. I cheat on my wife with the CFO of Amazon. Mm-hmm. Do I deserve to get fired from Amazon? Probably. You know. Well, yeah. There's a difference between cheating on someone within a company as the head honcho than there is with cheating on somebody outside of the company. Yeah.
1: Also, I guess my stance on it kind of is like, you can't be preaching like hard work, like loyalty, all this stuff as like the leader of a basketball team. You can't be talking about loyalty and all these things, preaching that to your team and then go do that when multiple people like know about this. Like that's just like, that doesn't feel right coming from your leader. And that just will create just a terrible environment.
0: Exactly. Payton Pey- and I aren't endorsing, you know, Jeez. cheating or affairs or any of that. We think it's terrible. And Payton made a great point that like it's, you know, if 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 your head guy is, you know, promoting wrong values, you know, yeah. such as that. And your new owners, Mark Lore, people have probably seen this, but his three core values were like equity, trust and loyalty. And- yep. That's the reason he got fired. Was because I think didn't... I think trust well,
1: and loyalty both are. He's 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 checking those. He's not checking those boxes by doing that.
0: Exactly, and you know to make things even dumber, um, the news that like just came out. I think a few hours ago, I wasn't. We didn't even know this until today. Is Gerson rented out a press box at a Minnesota United soccer game a couple weeks ago, and he brought. Brie Bauer to the box along with players and staff and there's photos of him online you guys can actually I think Bleacher Report posted these there's No way really? Of, I don't know if Bleacher Report posted them I saw them on the internet but he oh, was geez. kissing her in the press box God. So to to be even stupider uh, I guess stupider is not even a word but that that's just the definition of stupid I y- you're just digging like it's just meant to happen. You know, I'm so glad it happened. And I apologize in advance, Glenn, because Peyton and I are both guilty of this. We kind of, you know, we didn't do it as much as other Timberwolves fans. But we were like, this is kind of stupid. Like, why do yeah, we do this?
1: Because Chris is one of the, like, I guess before yesterday, Chris is one of the biggest Gerson, like, we were even talking about this last podcast. We're like, we trust the process. Oh, yeah. I don't trust the process anymore.
0: But you know what I mentioned actually before the last podcast and I told my roommate this today. I mentioned in the last podcast, is Gerson on the hot seat?
1: Yep, was he, was. Funny. He, he was.
0: He was. He was. He was a hundred percent on the hot. Well, seat. Well,
1: we uh, the thing is, we knew we knew he was on the hot seat for five six months, just like Darren.
0: According to Darren, <laughs> yeah. yeah. According to Darren and they just couldn't release the story. Yeah, they that dysfunction in the relationship. Yeah, and something. That's kind of um, that's the facts. That's the facts. That's what we know. And I think obviously we're going to go a little bit more in depth on you know what we think about this and what the future holds. For the Timberwolves, um, I feel like I've been talking a lot, so I'm gonna let. Yeah, Peyton I mean, but this, that was
1: bit. your that was your segment, though. So, I think I, was, I got all
0: the facts. How do you think I did? I thought I know you I did thought great.
1: I was I was 100 fine, just sitting here listening because
0: it's always good. But um,
1: yeah, a few things I want to talk on. I think as a as a Timberwolves fan, what should you what should you think about this? Like, how should you feel? Like, it's obviously a big change. Change brings discomfort, but for me, I think this is the best possible thing that could happen. Honestly, I mean, if that's really how the workplace was and they're not just like over exaggerating it, then it's such good news that we're moving on from Gerson and we're giving another guy a shot and then we can try to build that culture back up. Because I feel like the players have the culture, right? And we talked about that last episode. I think the players culture, I think everything's going right right now with the players. But it's there's it's a two way street. If you got the players going well, but the front office doing terrible, then you're going to have problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's good just to be, just to get a fresh start up there. I mean, obviously, it might, it might take a, it might, we might go two steps back here, because of this. But I think in the long run, I think it's going to be for the best.
0: Yeah, I actually saw a good argument too on um, on Twitter today. Someone said this could possibly bring like more stability within the relationship or within the organization. You know, with hopefully Sachin wins it. Inter- turn job I actually hope do like Sachin you. a lot um not Elton watch- Brand no not Elton Brand um if you guys watch like what was that uh mini series they did before last season like keeping track track the pack, Running the or, pack or something yeah I really did like Sachin throughout that show and I think he's a lot of the guys respect him within the organization he's obviously an extremely smart guy um, very
1: smart from what you've been saying
0: he's like a top five candidate for the next executive position um
1: Oh, you uh, your mic's unplugged or something. Hey, I think he's. I think he's a good oh, candidate. You're good. you're good. You're good.
0: Perfect. We still good.
1: Yeah, so Go back to what you were saying. Yeah, you were kind of... yeah
0: I. Yeah, I. said I don't think there's really any reason to, you know to hire outside of the organization when we already have a very you know a top five candidate for yeah. the next for a next president of basketball operations job, and I think it'll bring continuity, and I think that's the main thing that. You know the Wolves organization needs at the moment. um They need continuity. They need the same faces for at least a few years. Man, they've never had that really. No,
1: and now they don't even have it even more.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: um yeah. Um. A few things I want to talk about are a few of the a few things that Gerson did during his co- is his tenure that was just a little off, and like everyone kind of, at most people thought it was just kind of off, but like we didn't really think anything crazy of it. We're just like, oh, like he's doing stuff different. Um, the first one being hiring Chris Finch without giving anyone else an interview. I mean, that's very un- unconventional. And at the time, we trusted him because we were trusting the process. But now looking back at it, it seems like we should have known something was up back then.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously like, it's a little weird, you know, um, just hiring one guy without giving interviews. Um, especially to uh...
1: in any job, that's just so weird. Like you, you would never do that in any other job. You'd never, even if, even if you're your, your guy a hundred percent and you know you're gonna t- hire him a hundred percent, you still give other people an interview just to just to even look good. Because what happened was there was a huge PR thing about how we didn't interview any minority people, any minority, and any of that. Like you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and like I, I guess an equivalent to this would be like you know, say like you're Jeff say, Bezos. Pe- say, no, no, no. We won't go the Amazon route, but you know, say, say Peyton was on like a bigger podcast. Say he, he was working for a bigger podcast company and like Peyton was allowed to hire a co-host. If he just hired me without, you know, hire, without interviewing other people, trying other people, I think that would look a little weird to like your boss. And like, I think you just need to do due diligence, especially on internal people, especially <laughs> they've earned that from you mm-hmm. being under you, um, you know, just hiring someone right away, I think was a little Peyton. And I defended that move. We're, we're going to be honest. We completely defended the Chris Finch move. And to this day, you know, I think Chris Finch is a turn, turn the organization around. I think we got better under him. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy with Finch. Yeah. You but know, if he says, but like, I, I do agree. The process was definitely a little shady to say. Yeah,
1: And you. um, another thing about it is like, like, you could tell, like, he didn't respect anyone below him. That's kind of what they were saying is he never brought anyone's input in. So, obviously, he's not going to hire someone from inside the organization if he doesn't even – he won't even listen to them about anything, you know?
0: Yeah. I guess the other shady thing that kind of came to my mind right away was, you know, the trading up and selecting Jarrett Culver when there were many people advising not to trade up and select yeah. Jarrett Culver. There was a lot of pre-draft um, opinions on Jarrett Culver that hold true to today that he would struggle with shooting in the NBA, Mm. that he's, his touch is not there. His free throw shooting is not good. And what happened? It's, you know, when you pick a player, what do we pick him? Six overall, fifth, six six? overall. He's gotta be better than Jarrett Culver. You know, that's.
1: We gave him the pass for sure. We gave him, we gave Gerson the pass on that. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm eating this. I think it's the first time I've ever eaten during a podcast. We got some. Uh,
0: what we got today? Oh, those are those are money,
1: they're fire, dude. Those are um, money. Yeah, hopefully, it's not too much ASMR for you guys. But, um, what I wanted to say about that is like it seems like that's the trend. Gerson, whatever Gerson thinks is what he wants to do, that's what he did. So, he wanted to hire Chris Finch, he hired Chris Finch. He doesn't care what anyone else thinks. He wanted to draft Jarrett Culver. He drafts Derek Kohler. He doesn't care what anyone else says. Whoever advises against him, it doesn't matter. I'm the GM. I do what I want to do. And at some point, that's not going to fly anymore. And that's, I want to cheat on my wife. I'm going to cheat on my wife. I want to do it at the at the United game in the, in the press box. Do it in the press box. You know what I
0: mean. And something I also forgot to mention is is these players or not players. I should I should say, staff members within the organization were already aware of him cheating. And they were uncomfortable with it It was one of the other huge reasons. Who wouldn't be uncomfortable with that shit? I I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And there is a we're not going to say we said this or anyone. There is a rumor, though, that he got walked into at the organization (laughs) by Gupta. And that's a complete rumor, complete rumor. But. There is video. There is pictures of him kissing the girl at the soccer game, which is evidence in itself that that is not okay, and that yeah. is not morally okay. That's not okay by Peyton and I's standards. That's not okay by the Timberwolves standards. And Shouldn't that's be
1: okay, okay by, by anyone's standards.
0: By anyone's standards, like that um, should not be happening. He has kids. Like he has okay. kids. She has kids. That's just. I don't want my leader to be doing. I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want my team to be represented by that.
1: No, it's gross. It's gross. Um. Goes. Oh, another crazy part of the story that you actually left out of your facts, which is fine. You had a lot of stuff to cover, but um, apparently he barred Gupta from the, from the facilities for like two weeks.
0: Oh, really? He couldn't.
1: <laughs> I got to find it, but he um, he 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 didn't let him. They had a falling out, and he wouldn't let him um come into the facilities, at all. So that's why <sighs> I can. Yeah, it, it's just like that. That's so like childish.
0: I mean, just I would say, like, I would say, like, if you I would connect this to like a thesis statement in high school. The thesis statement for the Timberwolves is we are the most dysfunctional organization in American sports history. And there is no debate. I don't know why this stuff keeps happening. I don't know why we don't have continuity. I don't know what is wrong with this organization. (laughs) Something's wrong. I don't know whether that's.
1: Until we until we retire KG's jersey, we are cursed.
0: I think until Glenn gets out of there, I think we're cursed. I, yeah. I really do. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. I don't. It's it is. Um. It's it's some news, I guess. I mean, we were talking about how there's not really much to talk about the last episode. This is something to, talk, to talk, about. talk about. Even my mom was telling me like, "Hey, like, I'm interested in this." Where's the Timberwolves talk? I'm like, "Don't worry, mom. It'll it'll happen." will happen but yeah i think um uh, so yeah i want to we touched on the cat thing cat does not want to trade um that instagram account that keeps posting that stuff it's nothing new from them i don't even want to give their name cuz i don't even want you to go look them up and give them that algorithm but it is the worst account in in on instagram
0: yeah i i think a, i think a good talk or a good segment here would be to you know, let you guys know how Peyton and I think this is going to affect different things within our organization. I kind of want to start out just with the team Um, training camp. Like we said, is less than a week away. This is ginormous news. This isn't some little minute detail. This is your president. This is, this is your GM. This is the guy who, who calls the shots. That's a huge toll to take, especially for a guy that traded for you. If you're a certain number of people, if you're Malik, if you're, um, if you are Jane, if your aunt, who those got drafted by Gerson, if you're D'Lo. Those
1: Everyone guys, basically on the team. Like I want to know, I bet there's a, a stat like who Gerson didn't bring here. There's probably barely yeah, any
0: players. Couple people, maybe Kogi and Kat are probably the only two. Yeah. And Gerson believed in you as a person. Gerson believed on believe to take a chance on you and i think personally you know if gerson traded for me and then this all this stuff happened i'd like rethink you know my stability my my purpose my stability to this team um why did he want me you know like i don't want to be remembered for the guy that traded for me who did like these harmful things to the organization which i the fans don't believe that i don't think we we especially don't but like obviously they they're thinking about that right now and that affects a team a week before training camp. Like, there's there's going to be – these guys are going to walk into the locker room tomorrow or the training facility or onto the court for practice, and they're all going to be looking at each other like
1: – The elephant in the room. Someone's the I, elephant in the room. I don't know if – yeah, I, I wonder if someone's going to be – I bet Ant's going to be the first one to say something like, and Oh! <laughs>
0: the the tough thing is, is Ant had a very close personal relationship with your son. Cat had a very – close one Delo did they just visited him in Miami not even a week or two ago yeah. um, Jaden did like these players had close connections with him and it's tough yeah you know, it's got to be um,
1: it's got to be a tough situation for the players because like they had to have they definitely liked Gerson as a person I think most of the dysfunction that we're talking about is an upper management with the executives it's not with the players I think the players all respected him and yeah, like you were saying, they all had pretty good personal relationships with him. So it's hard. as They're in a tough position because they like Gerson as a person, but then they're hearing all these bad things about him and all these things that he did. So they can't really back him up, you know? Yeah. So it's just, it's a tough situation to be in. And for these players, like all they, all that they get is change. Literally, this was supposed to be the year where it was supposed to be stability and like they could just focus on playing basketball. And again, we are in a situation where they cannot just focus on playing basketball. And I'm, I'm worried that it's going to set us back a little bit, but I'm hoping that it will not, but it, it most likely it is going to set us back just a little bit.
0: And the other thing too, is, is to go along with that. The players are not immune to criticism. We, we criticize some of the players, big, some media, big media outlets, criticize these players. John Krasinski qu- criticizes these players. Darren does. If you guys don't, Think these players hear that you're oblivious. If you guys don't think they hear that, oh, they the don't hear fr- this.
1: They don't hear us. Stop us no, no, criticizing
0: that. No, no, no. I'm just saying they. If you guys don't think they, they hear might. that they're the worst franchise in the history of sports. If you guys don't think they hear that they're the worst team in the NBA. If you guys don't think that they hear that they're the worst, like built roster in the NBA. They have no talent. You guys are oblivious. They hear this all the time, and this just I feel like adds on to that stress of them just being the worst the poorly run franchise who can never get anything right. I think that's a big, you know, mental handicap, but I also think that we have a lot of, you know, strong hearted and strong headed players that I think will push through this. I think this, I think this could be a motivation tool, you know, but how they respond. It's all how you respond to this type of stuff.
1: Right. And I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just hope that it, that we, I mean, we heard room, the fake rumor about cat. I just hope that, that, Something like that doesn't become a real rumor because, because yeah, Gerson was the guy who believed in a guy like D'Lo, and he's the guy who said that D'Lo, Ant, and Cat were untouchables. Now when we get a new uh, president in, are they not going to have the same untouchables? Because they probably won't. Because Gerson had his own beliefs, and everyone has different beliefs. So maybe maybe this new guy that they bring in, or if it's Gupta, is fine trading D'Lo for Ben Simmons. And you know what? So it's just like we could be have a lot more news coming up that before the season starts.
0: Yeah, and this this news definitely segues into oh, yeah. the Ben Simmons news. Um we we've hammered on this plenty, and like yeah. the news came out this morning too that like he wasn't gonna report to camp and not play ever again. We kinda already knew he wasn't gonna play again for the the Sixers. But yeah, it definitely does affect that because um you would think our chances would go down for Ben Simmons, but actually I guess would say who, the
1: opposite. I think they would go up.
0: No, and guess who's the guess who has the leading odds to land Ben Simmons now? We do. The Minnesota Timberwolves have him at plus four hundred, and I think the Kings are plus four fifty, and the Warriors are around plus six hundred, I believe. So yeah,
1: I mean, I could see it happening.
0: I don't know. We don't. We don't know what the future holds. Um, there's a new report. I think Shams tweeted it that Ben Simmons was going to be traded within a week here. So I. I don't know what's gonna happen. There could be another emergency rolls talk, the same as this one.
1: I mean, I yeah, it could it definitely could happen. I don't know if I'm happy about that, but yeah, um, i
0: it's a weird um, time. It's a weird time in you know, in the franchise right now. There's a it seems like they're the big cloud last year over the franchise was the hiring of Finch, you know, us us having to deal with some, you know, backlash for, you know, not giving, you know, my minority coaches a shot, which is, I think, very fair from, yes. you know, national media. And, you know, there's a cloud over us now for having a, a GM that, that was toxic and, you know, cheated and on his, scumbag. Wife and his kids yeah. and a scumbag <laughs> and treated people poorly. And it's just, it's tough. You know, I think, I think the whole thing to take out of this is just Minnesota fans, especially of the Timberwolves, just deserve better, man. We deserve. We deserve a product on the court, in the front office, to represent our state, man. We've we've we're a nice
1: state, bro. We don't do that shit here.
0: We've never had a basketball team since almost over 20 years that has represented us well. Yeah. And that's sad.
1: It is sad. I mean, I guess another, another part we didn't mention is the Jordan McLaughlin thing about how he promised him a higher role on the team when obviously – he was just Hats lying to him to get him to sign.
0: On a cheap deal again. Jordan McLaughlin always seems to get screwed out of his deals. Well,
1: he's not a great player.
0: But the year prior, he could have got a bigger contract, and instead he gets signed on a two-way.
1: Right, because Gerson probably talked him into some shit. Probably. But, yeah, that's shady. Another thing that Gerson did was um, a lot of executives around the league believed he could have got better value for the D'Lo um, draft pick. That we could have got a better protection besides top three, top ten, right? Top ten, maybe even. And if you look at this year's draft, we could have got a top. We could have had the seventh pick. We could have added Kaminga. We could
0: we, we could have got Kaminga instead of. We would
1: have got Kaminga, probably. So you like look at that? That's a that's a big mistake. Um, the Jarrett Culver thing. Who could we have drafted besides Jarrett Culver? Who went the, behind him? The
0: Jarrett Culver. The Jarrett Culver mistake was one of the biggest setbacks in in the team. If we would have got garland with that you know six overall pick instead of him going five or if we would have just waited and got dylan brooks
1: um let me things look are at, different man yeah things let's look different. at the 2019 draft it was a pretty shitty draft i think right
0: but there's like dylan brooks at a, i swear dylan brooks oh, he's he, always good man he always against goes us. off against us man. against
1: us he's our one of our worst he goes ape ape mode against us um uh, oh uh kobe white no i guess i'm rather i'm happy we didn't get him cam reddish tyler hero even i would have rather had tyler hero
0: rui hachi hachimura and jackson hayes cam reddish cameron kobe. johnson even pj washington dude i would have taken
1: kevin porter jr
0: matisse Steibel. bull bull like guys, where, the, the list goes. On. Keldon Johnson was a great pick by San Antonio at 29. Right, man, San Antonio is, you know, that's what we aspire to be, man. Getting Keldon Johnson at 29, man. Are you Bro, they're going to be me? back.
1: I swear they're going to be back in like two or three years. They're going to be back to being a top-level a top level team.
0: What a pick at 29, dude. Keldon Johnson at 29.
1: It's elite. I'll give him Can that. Can you believe
0: that, man? I'll give him team that. Team USA. Congrats to Kelton Johnson, by the way, for making team USA. I whenever we play them and we see like, you know, Kelden Johnson, um, Derek White, you know, DeJounte Murray, I love those guys. Those guys that, aren't the biggest names, but they will with the, they will beat your team by so much and you don't even know who they are.
1: That's facts, man. But
0: yeah, I think I think
1: I think we did a pretty good job just touching on the facts. What we know right now, we kind of just wanted to Touch base with you guys and give our opinions. Um, Chris's video—I think you guys already saw his dance moves. You should have already seen them if they're placed in this video. But if they didn't, then you got to get on Chris's ass because he hasn't filmed his dance yet.
0: Yes. Um, I have not recorded the dance at this point. I'm waiting for my roommate to get back so we can record the dance. Thank you guys so much for 35 likes. That's crazy,
1: way. bro. I did not. I did not think that was going to happen. 35.
0: Wow. That means the, that means the world to us. Like you guys. Like we've said before, like the slightest comment, like the slightest amount of support legitimately means it makes our day sometimes like seeing a good comment. So keep leaving those positive comments, you know, keep liking the videos. Um, like we said, we, we love doing this. Um, we got some big news, you know, coming up down the road too. You guys will potentially be seeing another podcast added to Basshole Media. We have to figure oh, yeah. everything out. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah.
1: but Yeah. Um, thanks for tuning in guys. I think that's a good place to end it. Um, hopefully there's not much more news. Uh, Hopefully that the news is just done for now that we don't learn anything new, crazy, and we don't have to make another emergency podcast unless it's getting Ben Simmons. But yeah, thanks for listening guys. Have a great rest of your week and uh, we'll see you guys soon.